Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. The other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno. Thanks for tuning in. Action-packed show coming your way for the next four hours, including, in about 20 minutes, the one and only Amazing Kreskin. If you have questions for the Amazing Kreskin, we'll try and get them in. You can call in at 800-848-WABC. One quick programming note. You may have heard about this if you listened to Cats and Cosby last night at 5 p.m., but... What a big day for this. They have a big exclusive interview today at 5 p.m. with the former president of the United States and possibly the future president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And there's quite a bit to ask him about. Obviously, President Biden just announced his candidacy for re-election. I'm sure they're going to be talking about that. You have this whole indictment with Alvin Bragg in Manhattan. Now this rape trial starting in Manhattan federal court as well. No shortage of subjects to talk to him about. And I'm sure they're going to cover a lot of ground. That is today, Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday evening, depending on your perspective, at 5 p.m. on Cats and Cosby right here on WABC. Speaking of WABC, Friday starts opening weekend for the Staten Island Ferry Hawks and WABC has your tickets. You can join 77 WABC hosts and the Staten Island Ferry Hawks for opening night this Friday, April 28th at 7 p.m. Catch the excitement of Ferry Hawks baseball. Go to wabcradio.com slash ferryhawks for your free pair of tickets. I've been to a lot of Ferry Hawks games and they're a lot of fun. So I do hope you'll give it a try and if you're not having fun, just leave. Tickets are free. Just go, enjoy the game and stay for a couple innings, see what it's like, scope out the views, and then if you're not into it, you can always leave. No harm done in trying it and I hope you do. wabcradio.com slash Ferry Hawks. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. A couple of things struck me as I was driving here a couple hours ago. I normally allow extra time, so in case there's traffic or anything unforeseen, I can still make it to work with plenty of opportunities to prepare for the show. Well, last night, I got stuck in about 45 to 50 minutes, maybe more, of traffic on the Gowanus Expressway. And I'm talking bumper-to-bumper traffic. Didn't move barely at all. A couple of things struck me. One, I did not plug my workplace address into the Waze app. I figure I go here all the time. I know exactly how to go. I don't need to plug it into Waze. Now, had I plugged it into Waze, Waze, which is a great app. They're not a sponsor or anything, but I do use it. If I had plugged it into Waze, they would have given me a better route to get to work and I would have avoided that whole thing. So if you're someone that often uses Waze, you might want to think about always using Waze, which I think 
I am going to do from now on because it was just incredibly unproductive to be able to sit there for 45 minutes, almost an hour, to not be able to do anything. I mean, I did get to catch up on some good radio listening, but still. Additionally... I never really get too upset about the traffic when it's caused by an accident because you see the horrible accidents and you see the ambulances come and you realize that there are people that are seriously hurt, maybe even dead, and you realize how lucky you are not to be one of them. But here's the thing I don't understand. We're approaching the accident and it looked really bad. It looked like an SUV of some sort had collided with a truck and it looked like a really bad situation. And judging by the number of ambulances, I'm sure it was. But the traffic was caused not just by the lane closure, But all of these cars stopping to rubberneck, slowing down to stare at this car accident. And my question is always the same. Why are people stopping and staring? Why not just keep going? Haven't you seen a car accident before? So what I'm asking you, if you're on the road now or whenever in the future, please take the no rubbernecking pledge. If you see there's an accident, even if everybody in front of you has slowed down to stare at it, don't slow down. Keep going. Speed up. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Well, it appears New York City may have its own version of George Santos. I realize George Santos's district includes Queens, which is part of New York City, but he's generally considered more of a Long Island politician. Anna Belfiore Delfaus is a Republican city council candidate in southern Brooklyn. She's running for the seat that Ari Kagan is running for, and it's the seat that's currently occupied by Justin Brannan. And apparently she misrepresented her entire history. She's now under fire for misrepresenting her employment, for labeling herself a teacher when she hasn't taught in forever. And she apparently doesn't even live in Brooklyn. She lives in Staten Island. She lives closer to me than she lives to the people that she's seeking to represent. I don't understand why she wouldn't have just run for office on Staten Island. Why pretend that you're living in Brooklyn? And she confirmed on Sunday in this front page story in the Daily News that she does not live permanently at the address she listed as her home in official ballot petition paperwork. And I think she may be in a bit of trouble here. You know, one of the other candidates that was in this race could be in a bit of trouble for problems with the petitions. And I'm friendly with him, Michael Ragusa. You could see the same situation with this candidate, who I get the sense was sort of pushed into the race by Councilmember Ina Vernikov. I don't know that for a fact, but that's what I've heard from people that follow this kind of thing. Annabelle Fjord Dalfaus. The thing that I don't understand is why politicians lie why you know you're going to get found out you know it's only a matter of time i mean i guess santos proves sometimes you don't get found out until after the election but what are you trying to do why in the world would you try to pass off such a blatant lie people are going to see that you don't sleep in the address that you've listed on your ballot petitions people will know the fact that you claim to be a teacher and you're not i just don't understand it for the life of me i must be missing something beam me up to be continued the other side of midnight local spotlight here is a story that i find very 
interesting. It is out of the Garden State, the state of New Jersey. It was July 1979. Sony had just introduced the Walkman. President Jimmy Carter had famously addressed the nation in his Malays speech, and Rocky II was still in movie theaters. And among the month's far less notable events, a copy of the book Back to Basics was checked out of the Ewing Headquarters Branch Library in Mercer County. The book was due back on July 25th, but it never made it back that week or the following week or the following month or for the next four decades. But the book mysteriously reappeared in a box of donations that was dropped off at the Hopewell branch of the library earlier this month. Great story about it on uh, NJ.com. 44 years later, someone mysteriously returned the book to the library. Library officials don't know who returned it or where the book's been for the last nearly 16,000 days. But if you were to charge the overdue rate of 10 cents a day, in theory, the library book would carry a fine of nearly $1,600. But the library has a maximum fine of $6. And I guess whoever returned this book back anonymously didn't want to pay that $6 fine. I'm so curious about this. If this was your book, This is very much in our listening area, and we have a lot of listeners in Mercer County. And if this was your book, or if this was a relative's book, and you returned it because you found it somewhere, I'd love to know the story of this book. Please email me and tell me, frank.morano at wabcradio.com. That's frank.morano at wabcradio.com. I also want to thank a bunch of the people that responded to the call that I put out on Thursday morning about someone to make custom flag pins with the New York City flag, the New York State flag, and maybe the American flag on it. I've got a lot of good leads, and uh, so far the best quote that I've gotten is $286 for 100 pins. And I give them away quickly anyway, so I'm thinking I may go along with that, but I don't really have the extra $286 now, but it is something that I really want. It's a pretty good price. It's less than $3 a pin, so I'm thinking about it. But anyway, thank you for everybody that responded to that call. Beam me up! To be continued.